You're about to listen to the words and teachings of Pastor Shola Oshimakide of the household of David. Be blessed. King of heaven, we worship you this morning. Lord of lords, master of the universe, our Lord, our Savior, our Father. Glory to your name. Thank you for the abundance of your grace and your mercy. You are good and your mercy endures forever. We worship you this morning. Thank you for all you have done, all you are doing and all you will do. Thank you for every testimony that we have recorded. Thank you for your grace and your goodness. Blessed be your name forever. We love you, Father. We declare our everlasting love for you. Glory to your name. We'll receive all trans and auction by the Holy Spirit in the name of Jesus this morning. Blessed be your name, Father. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's what the Bible says the race is not to the swift. Time and chance. Time and chance. Now, I explain seasons for service, or I touch on it a little, and the stages of life. But I also want to say, so during the first service, I told them that there is only one thing that affects the seasons. In life, there are seasons. And if you don't understand the season you are in, you get angry. There are sowing seasons, there are harvest seasons. There are learning seasons, there are giving seasons. And you have to understand. And these seasons, they go, right? They, are, they go, they come, they go. The seasons themselves are seasonal. You understand? That means they just don't go once and come. They happen periodically. They happen from time to time. And the Bible said that because a man does not know his season, his mystery is great, is great in life. You are going to, you will not enjoy the peace that God has given you if you, have, you don't have understanding of how God works, that he works in seasons and that life is seasonal. That's what we talk about for service. And there are stages. Amen. The Bible said, one to you, old land, when, you're, when you're, your ruler is a child. And I said that in stages you have childhood, you have adulthood, and then you have elders. When you are a child, you learn. Now, when you are a child, you complain. Children of Israel did that. When you see people complaining, people like to complain, regardless of their age, that, that they, they are children. And then children, they murmur. They also talk anyhow. If you don't know how to put your words in perspective, you cannot speak the truth in love. You talk anyhow, then you are a child. And you don't give expensive things to babies to handle. And I said you don't also skip seasons. But I said there are laws that defy that. Even though... People move. For instance, like I said, if you join a group, it happens a lot in football. When you come to a new club, they first bench you, you have to acclimatize and understand how they do things there. Amen. But once in a while, there is what is called quantum leap. Physicists explain it as if, I don't know whether it's iron molecule or whatever, when something jumps in an unusual way, not following the normal orbit, the normal system, they say it's a quantum leap. And they said they've not been able to explain the, what is behind that in physics. It is because the invisible things of God are explained by visible things. Romans says that when you look at the visible world, you can understand some invisible things. So God will allow some things to happen because Maurice Ello said, and I was heard Pastor Chris quoting this, that all truth. They are all parallel. When there is an advancement in technology, there will be an advancement in spiritual things. Somehow when God breathes a new life into the world, it enters every facet of life. Did you get what I've just said now? 
So the reason why God will allow a quantum leap to be in physics is to explain to God, sons of the kingdom also that in the scheme of things also there are order. There is order in the kingdom, but once in a while, certain people jump ahead. They jump. You cannot be a pastor here without first of all being a leader and the rest. But you see, one day when, I think second time I was saying, I came inside the church and I saw the glory of the Lord and it settled on Mayowa. Where's Pastor Mayowa? Okay. She's somewhere there. And that would be her second time of coming to this church. She didn't know anybody. She said she was standing somewhere and the Lord said, look at that lady. She should be a pastor and not a leader, not anything straight to the pastoring. And she's in charge of the singles now. When the Lord said, I don't disobey God. When he told me, and I did. Then I asked somebody, somebody, somebody finally, I met a friend who said, a lady just started coming to your church. Oh, she's so powerful. I saw her preaching somewhere. I did not know all that. I had never listened to one word from my pastor. I went to Lord said I should invite it. It was SMS I sent to him. When I see pastors struggling, some people have fought me because they would tell me I want to invite Nathaniel. But I want to invite that pastor. And usually I would take them to meet him. But pastor would say, Pastor, let me tell you, I'm not going there. And some people, some cases would just be like, you know, my time is some other people just pastor. You know what? I'm, I'm just feeling that. I don't know why. I might not be able to go. Some took it well, but some didn't take it well at all. So I was telling somebody one day that we're praying for the conference. Some I said it was someone and Pastor Boju. And I was praying, and his name dropped. The first thing I said, Lord, I said, Lord, I don't know him. I've not heard about him. I know he came to UI, and they said a lot of wonderful things happened. And I, but, but that's UI. But Lord said I should invite. And I did. I sent SMS, and they replied the following day that I was coming. We had never met. We met for the first time when they went to pick him at the airport. They came to the hotel room. I said, okay, let me go and see this person before he comes to preach in the evening. That was around 3 o'clock. That was my first time of seeing him. The same thing I just called those on the phone. Because I, I would just start praying and in names will drop in my spirit. When the Lord told me about Bishop Waloki, I explained a lot of things. I was talking along this line first side, but I just want to add a lot of something that makes somebody to go out of the usual. That is what, what many people need. And there are two factors or three, maybe two or three, that can help you. Because when it comes to wilderness experience, the Bible says John was in the wilderness until the day of his manifestation. And I said it, something very profound. If you come out prematurely, it's an indecent exposure. It will get into trouble. When you are in the, when you are in the open, when you are supposed to be in the hidden or in the wilderness, you are going to have a problem. So God does this because God is like a master script writer. All of us are playing script and everybody has his time. And you don't get ahead of your time. Did you get that? Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. There are some people, the glory of what they carry will manifest when they are 45. That is when the nation will hear of you. They are going to hear of some people when they are 18. You can't, you can't, you can't fight this thing. There will always be children like Samuel by 8. The entire nation, they know about them. But that does not, it will not outshine. Someone like Moses that it is 18, you start hearing his name. When people don't know this, they fight, they argue, they compete unhealthily in this world. Because you think somebody shining is, is, is obscuring your glory. Nobody can do that. And I said something for some, which we should want in a lot of young people. You receive letter, salary 200,000, you start rejoicing. But then you get to that office, six months and then they have so much money in that office. There's a boss, he spends four million anyhow. Then your ass starts start getting angry. But they had an agreement with you of 200k. You came in. You can be in your sowing season and your boss can be in his harvest season. 
You work in the same of them. I be another colleague. Everybody likes him. They send him abroad, but they are not sending you. You can be twins and run different schedules. Are you hearing me? Time and chance. So it's important to understand this. So what happened with my wife? We happened once in a while. I should be the pastor for how many years now? She has helped tremendously. Because God doesn't make mistakes. So there will be, in some cases, some, others call them superstars in that sense. There will be those who will defy the lay down protocol. But you see, number one, don't build your life on the exceptions. The exceptionals. Build your life on the normal. Some things will happen exceptional. There will be some, some unique, unusual things. It's like to say you should know the man you are going to marry very well. Courtship should be like six months, one year. It does not mean that people who married at first sight, maybe within one week, come on abroad. It does not mean all of them will have a problem in the marriage, but most of them will because that is not the norm. But you might find one person who might marry at first, maybe they, they met, they met yesterday and today they are married, and who might still have a very wonderful marriage. You understand? I'm saying that to every norm, you also have something that is exceptional. You don't get that. So how does this work when it comes to seasons of life? Sometimes we repeat something because it's important to repeat things. Before Jesus arrives, there will be a church that will get it. Where the Bible says that they shall not break ranks. That means a church where nobody's complaining where nobody is murmuring, where people know, you know who you are. You know where you are in the map of your life. You know. You know how God is taking you and you are not bothered so much about what is happening in other people's life. You don't say me. You know, no matter how much we pray, some people will marry and the same year they will give birth. Some people will marry to take two years, some people marry to take three years. Some things, it is God's and then some people will always have special gifts. These are realities that people don't like, but you also don't know the challenges that come with great gifts. When you do, many times you will not want it. Certain people in life, it might be one out of every one million. Some people will be so specially gifted that by the time they are level 12, their world will know them. One of the things you don't do, don't fight and compete with such people. It is more difficult when such people are your younger brother. Yeah. The old one might be worshipping almost adoring your younger brother while you are there and nobody knows you. It can be annoying at times. If anybody knows you at times, it's because of your brother. They rate you by your brother. They respect you because they respect, not because they want to respect, because of your brother. It can be annoying. And I've seen siblings struggling over things like this. Then they get angry. Just be like, is he the only one? Then you say, he starts saying that he's proud. Some people will be raised as stars in a family. When they show up at a family meeting, the whole family now begins to revolve around them. The Bible said this is the history of Jacob, Joseph. He was 11th born, yet the lineage was defined by him. I think the Yoruba is like saying, no, no, no. Some people will be like that. It's, it's, it's the truth. There's nothing we can do about it. One of the laws, one of the, you know, I said, there is a law which says there are seasons and that you grow through the ranks. 
But I said that every law is also defeated or destroyed by another law. So there's a law of gravity that demands that when you go up, anything that goes up must come down. But then the law of lift came. Gravity is still there, but lift will operate in spite of gravity. So these laws are set up by God. But quantum lift will operate regardless of any law operating. So once in a while, you will always have a situation whereby a person comes and he pulls somebody from behind. Like the Bible says that he made a servant to rise and eat with priests and kings. Once in a while, God picks somebody from somewhere and pulls the person to the front and people will get angry but there's nothing you can do about it. From the day, from the beginning, a coat of many colors will be given to some people will be multi-talented and there's nothing anybody can do about it. The first set of people that this law of patterns might not apply to and that one has a lot to do with you also see, I said something for service, which, let me start this way. When they say treat everybody equally, remember I said that, that everybody cannot be treated equally. You are supposed to treat everybody fairly, but you can't treat everybody equally. When you look at it logically, it does not even make sense. You kiss your husband, why don't you kiss your neighbor? You can't treat everybody equal. I mean, see, you know, people make this statement where they want to get angry. Uh, they favor some people. They, they cannot treat everybody equally. The president's son, President Boarison, can walk up to him anytime. You and I cannot walk up to him anytime. And there's nothing wrong that his son will lean out blocking. So everybody cannot be treated equally. You will not give a beggar on your way home the same amount you will give your mom. Let's be honest and realistic. Are you with me? Can everybody come to your bedroom? Then treat everybody equally now. See, some people go to your bedroom, let everybody, everybody that comes to your house, just say that you can even, can even come to the room, sir. Because I want to be, I want to be a Christian and treat everybody equally. You cannot greet a five-year-old boy the way you will greet a 75-year-old man. When I see that, I'm on the way I greet, the way I greet younger folks in the church. It has to be. You can't treat everybody. When Paul looked at it, he said, treat younger women as sisters, older men. He made demarcation. So people say all these things and it's not possible. You'll be fair to everybody. But you cannot treat everybody equally. Is that clear now? <laughs> In John chapter 13, why did Jesus stay three to the mountain? The Lord told me to address it because these are the things creating offenses. Do you know how many Christians are offended? There is a guy that goes around now. I don't want to, because a lot of people are watching, so I will not go fully into about two. Two out of the best gospel songs in Nigeria last year. The two songs, two best songs, he produced one of the two. And at that one, about the best. I know some of you will know the person I'm talking about. Now he's organizing a conference of atheists because he's angry with the pastor of the church of one of the songs he produced. Now he's saying there's no God again. He met my friend, and my friend told him that, shut up your mouth, it's not about God, you're angry. And then he told my friend, the eh? he said that, and he started venting out. Sometimes I wonder, there is more beef in some Christian than the cows going around. So much anger, and it's got people are very unwilling to forgive. Somebody goes to a department in the church, somebody says something, you hold it, next Sunday you're not coming again. You are just, are you really born again? That you get that angry. You hold on to things, you will not let go. 
Some will not even tell you when they're offended. Anything, nothing. No, there's just nothing. That's why people talk like that. Time will tell. You will say it out one day. And why do you say nothing? You don't even want them to have the chance of apologizing. So you say nothing. Are you offended? No, I'm not offended. Though. I'm just fine. Mm, mm, I'm fine. Mm, I'm fine. <laughs> After a while, why? Why? So that's why he's asking me to address this. This, because God, the most important thing, you, when it comes to relationship of one Christian to another, this is where many saints stumble. Honestly, it's not fornication, it's not adultery. Many Christians have grown past that level. Some are still struggling with that. But the major issue is how we treat one another. And it's seen because of lack of understanding. Of, do you know how many people have left their church in choir because they were not allowed to sing? There's no pastor who has never witnessed that. Some people will come to church and they say, why is that that sister is the only one singing? I can sing also. If I'm in that, if I see you like that, I will just tell them to move because you are going to create a work. You see, if it is God. So that is why I'm showing you this quantum leap method, this second method. It means, now, if you are uniquely gifted, Proverbs 18, 16, let's read something. But see, this does not apply to everybody. For the rest, this, I'll show you the second law. A man's gift makes room for him and brings him before great men. There are people who are unusually gifted. No matter the setup you create, when they show up, they go to the top straight. But there are very few. They defy any law, anywhere they get to. They give space for them. It makes room for them among great people. They come as the most junior, but there's something about them that pulls them to the highest level. Now, that kind of gift, they are just a matter of God's sovereignty or an unusual encounter with God. Usually, if I want to use a pastor as an example, to be able to be invited to speak in winners, to speak here, to speak there, um, you must have built a ministry to an extent that people now know you. But I have seen some individuals in America, they had one encounter with God in one year. All the major churches in America invited them. Yeah. Like the guy that wrote God Chaser. It's not a very big church. The power all came down one day and the pulpit broke into two physically by the anointing. Every church in America, anywhere it went to, there was a revival. And it was a pastor. Like the pastor that wrote Angel, Angels on Assignments. Buck was a pastor in an interior small place in America. In one year, the entire nation knew about his name. Now, that will also happen. That one from America, it will also happen as a result of something else. Which means something going between you and God can become so mighty and explode between you and God that your word will know you in a moment. If you go to a meeting and you are hiding, they will call you out and pull you out. It's true. Jesus came into the city and the Bible says his fame went abroad. Just like that. It's like that. Occasionally, you might have some like Apostle man. I've seen him in many mega ministries everywhere, everybody inviting him. And the whole thing happened within the space of the last four years. Now, it's possible. It was in Zaria, hidden for many years. That will also happen based on what I said. Something between you and God. Which we, Proverbs twenty two twenty nine. Proverbs twenty two twenty nine. It is the secret to this one. 
Hallelujah. Seest thou a man that is diligent in his business? What will happen to him? First one is what? A man's gift. Second one is what? Gifts will make, uh, will be an exception to the rule. Talents will be an exception. That's the gift. But also the Bible is saying that a man that is diligent. Now this one will not work like the gift. This one might take time. In other words, you might not be unusually gifted. But if you are diligent and consistent along the line, opportunity will be given to you to rise to the highest level. The other side of a gift is that gifts can deceive. And when you are unusually gifted, there's likelihood that you will stop practicing. When you do, you will rust and the gifts will kill you. I get what I'm saying. That was what happens when I did not. So it will always happen. But it's a diligence. You can actually measure up to anybody. For instance, whatever a person receives by Jesus appearing and commissioning him specially, like Samuel was talking about the encounter he had with Jesus. Whatever a person receives that way, somebody who is so diligent in pursuing God every day and studying the word, it might take time, can receive the same thing without any appearance. Do you get what I've just said now? Your life begins to produce the same results because you are diligent, because both of them will end up standing before great men. In other words, in your moment of being in the wilderness, preparing for your manifestation, be so diligent with whatever area you want to get to. Get so big and don't be distracted. I want to sing in choir, for instance, now. And after they're asking this allowed to sing, they're not calling me. First law. <laughs> you must be happy for this allah. You must be happy for my sister here. Because when it's your turn also, they must be happy that you are singing. You don't get that. Now, this is, I, I feel like saying this. If all of a sudden, your boss walks into the office, you are five on your, at your level, and he picks somebody and he leads the person above the rest of you and things are happening, if you get angry, what you have done is like, in the realm of the spirit, you have spoken against your chances of God sending a person to pick you from the back and take you to the front. Your heart resented that thing happening to someone else. Then God will see to it that it does not happen to you. And you know what? In life, you don't move by your speed necessarily. You also need that kind of thing to happen to you. If you go by rising gradually, at the end of the day, you wouldn't have gone far in life. Along the line, so by God's sovereignty, people are put in places whose job is just to look at you from the back and take you. It's always been. See, I learned from physical things. One day I was, I was, uh, uh, I was in Boston, Massachusetts. So I was going to Texas. So I was going to catch a flight. And over there, you just fly all around. The nation is too big. And Sam was supposed to pick by 4 a.m. I don't know how they do in that country. Everybody flies around everywhere. I mean, if you have to drive, you have to drive 29 hours, 22 hours. And <laughs> Sam, I said, Sam, come and pick me by 4. That used to be our drama coordinator here. So Sam said, okay, we'll come by 4. But I think he woke up, he came for 15. I know you cannot overspeed. I love Nigeria. 4 a.m., I will do 1.40, I'll get to the airport. It was 100, I was angry. I said, Pastor, if I overspeed, they will arrest. I said, I know. I was just like, how can road be this smooth? I've changed now. You should see the way I used to drive before. Lagos, Ibadan. I will do 160, 180. 
I carry some church members one that I saw them. They nearly died. They, 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 they died inside the church. What we were going to? When I was in university, I started. My dad gave my brother and my brother a car. So I, we used to have a 504 AUI then. So, um, <laughs> so I'll be going to Ibadan, from Ibadan to Abeokuta. And I'll tell myself I'll make it to Abeokuta in 28 minutes. I will, then my son and brother will say that I must overtake every car on the road. I was pretty few then. I was playing the mercy and be overtaking every car. My father's friend saw me and went to report to my parents that you, are, you better talk, talk to your son. So, <laughs> hallelujah. So we got to the airport and they were announcing my flight. The queue should be as long as more than from the gate to this place. I'm like, dear Lord Jesus, this is not Nigeria. We can't shunt queue. I said, I'm here. And I just as I was thinking, they were just, last call, this is the last boarding call, all those words that they would say. I said, that's my flight. This is my body pass. And I was here to even pass through security. And the soldier, female soldier that was there, just said, is there anybody on this queue that is going with that flight? I raised my two hands. Yes, ma. He said, step out, go. And I saw it. This kind of thing, they happen once in a while. When somebody, now some people arrive airport earlier than me to be able to meet up. They did the right thing. I came late, but grace, somebody just said, okay, because in life, certain people are given that ability to promote or demote. Everything does not rest on your ability alone. There are individuals who have the ability. This is why appointment can be very powerful. Military people, they understand this. You can rise in military by rank or you can rise by, rise by appointment. You could have been the president PA many years by laborat, and you could have worked with the president, and it can become president. You have officers above you, but he can call you and make you chief of staff, or make you something, and there's nothing anybody can call. The president has right to appoint anybody into anything. Did you get that? Hallelujah. Everybody say gifts, say diligence. Did you get what I've just said? That's what I'm sharing with us from my heart today. When you obey these two laws, now the first one is not exactly in your hand. You can't fabricate talents. It's more of the second one. You see, if you don't know how to sing, you don't know how to sing. Even though if you go, <laughs> if you try, 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 by the law of diligence, you will know how to sing a little. But somebody that is naturally born, to be able to sing. Any little practice he puts into his own things already ahead of you. You can't train and become like Michael Jordan. You can only train and become exceptional as a, as a basketballer if the gift is already you. In other words, part of what we do in life is to find our area of gifts. It will make your speed very fast. Yeah. Have you seen born counselors before? It's able to counsel you. They can listen to a person from today till night. It's a special ability. Now, I'm just sharing with the house that outside these two things, and the third one, of course, is called, the third one is the example I gave by my wife. It's also called the law of favor. That's the third one. Somebody can just like you and move you ahead of your peers. But that the, the favor and the gifts they are actually connected to God because it's, those ones, they have nothing to do with you. The diligence one, it has to be you. Choosing. 
to bake yourself so much that when you come out, you are one of the best. In the days of Pastor Nathaniel, one thing to sing, but Pastor Scott telling him to sit down. They invite him somewhere and say, See, people don't that blessed are you if you're under a pastor who have the boldness to correct, to control you. Adonijah was supposed to be king. The Bible says, I'm not talking about control here. We live in a generation where people don't value, you know, everything about this entire is about casting off all restraints. Extreme liberty is the very definition of bondage. And some foreign nations will soon discover that now. As you allow everything, allow everything, even tell pedophiles that they, that's what, in a TED talk, somebody actually said they should begin to understand pedophile, understand somebody sleeping with a two-year, and it will sound strange now. Wait for five years. Bestiality 20 years ago, you will not know that some nations will, will accept it. Now, get ready for abortion like never before. Of course, the stage is there for everything. All those things will happen. Now they are going to tell you that pedophiles should, they will just get a lawyer that will say that, you see, some of us feel like only sleeping with you, the minor. I can tell you, I can put my money, just a matter of time. Pedo, you, they will allow pedophiles they, to have their way. The world is getting close to that. Extreme liberty, it is bondage. The Bible said that Adonijah, the father, had never rebuked him at any time. And he ran wild, he entered trouble. Blessed are those. The Bible said that if you are without chastisement, you are a bastard. That's what the Bible says. And that is the life of people want. Nobody corrects me. Nobody tells me, oh, I love to be corrected. I've been corrected by so many men, so many people. We grow by instructions that we follow. We grow by instructions that we follow. Hallelujah. It is directly opposite what our generation wants. Yeah, when this issue of a professor, another professor, being told to stand up from his seat, a boy's seat and everything, it was not, what shocked me was not that the boy said he should stand up from his seat, but the way young people were supporting the boy and insulting the professor. Oh, why would he go and sit down and say, you just know that this generation has lost anything called honor. You look like somebody they will applaud now. Share your truth. Say it as you think. It's bondage in disguise. It will lead to serious trouble. Any generation without regard for elders, you are on your way to the grave. Honor your father and your father. It applies even on social media. Talking anyhow. And that's what the world is trying to pull us to. And some Christians are getting caught in it. This is very important. Have you heard me today? What's the first law? Gift. What's the second one? What's the third one? The third one, the only thing we can do about it is to pray. Promotion does not come from the East. I know a believer, he loved this particular job, but they had a tradition of six months before you join service, before you can become a worker. That's why I say, if anyone, learn how to talk to God. He can bend anything for you. He's God. He sat in that church and he saw a unit. He had been trained in the world. He's a consultant to work that, but they said at six months. He didn't complain, he didn't get angry. He understand any house you get to, there are rules and you must respect the rules. You don't go to your neighbor's and put your leg on the table. I say that, whether you put your leg on the table or not, me, I've come to put my leg on your table and you must accept me like that. You don't do that. <laughs> Imagine you want to feel, you want to go to Canada and they send a form to you, look at all the questions. No, these are stupid questions. I will drop my own question, feel it and send it back to you. The Canada you go to is your village. Say that, why are they asking me all this? How can they ask me when I'm married? You know what? I'm not answering this. I'm not answering, I'm not answering this. Okay, I like this question. <laughs> I like this one. 
and then you augment the rest with your own question. You write your own question. Why you ask me about my? Why you ask the name of my brother? My name of my brother is Taiwo. <laughs> are you sending back to Canada? But say this is this is these are the questions I love to answer. <laughs> You're out. Hallelujah. <laughs> oh Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. You can pray when it comes to favor. You need it. This is how he said the pastor just came up that Sunday. I don't know why I'm doing this. No, anybody wants to join any unit in this church today. If you join between now and the next one month, you don't need to go through any class. Join and they must accept you. The guy began to dance on his feet. That was how he became a worker in that church. And he helped the church tremendously. He was so gifted, but there were rules laid down. He respected. He said, okay, let me see. His problem was that in about a year, he was planning to travel. So he said, by the time I do this membership life for six months, and we have little time left before I can help the church. And the pastor just, I see we had the silent conversation the guys had. And he just said, this is it. God does that at times. It is possible for the CEO of a company to look at you and just fall in love with you. It happened to one of our friends. He went to watch Arsenal's match. And they took lights where he decided to carry money. And went to a club where he could not afford. But he managed that they paid and he sat down there. Some people were there watching ball. The boss, a lady, just said, what are you doing here? He said to what? He said, ah, are you an Arsenal fan? It's a, one of the largest companies in Nigeria. He had never seen the boss before then. Their office, another wing, his office here, but she was over her head. And she was like, ah, I'm also Arsenal. So you're Arsenal fan? He said, the day we, they did a, a training for them, she saw him. That was what she could remember. I said, I think I know. You said, yes, ma. I work in social service. He said, ah. So you're Arsenal fan? He said, yes. Okay. And they both sat down. Of course, Arsenal lost that day, as usual. So, you know, he said, <laughs> so, but the consolation was that he told her, she told him that on Monday, tell my PA that I said you should see me. Come and see me. And he went there. And she started treating him like a friend. And she started pulling him up in the company. Pulling him up. You know, no matter the rule laid down, certain people have power to break it. When they say you've written a test, you have, is it not, the company they say you have failed the exam, does it not belong to somebody? If I own a company and they say you have failed, if I say, if I say you, did, you no, you have not failed, you are coming in. There's no examiner that can contradict what I've said. After all, I employ them to write exam for you, to set exam. So they, like that. And I am stopping it. I am ending it on favor because this week, favor will be on every member of this church. They will say concerning you, I don't know why I'm doing this. We don't normally do this. It will be a common statement henceforth in your life. People saying, we don't do this. We don't operate this way. But you know what? I'm just going to do it for you. Shout a louder amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. One of the things that will happen to people in the choir, somebody will carry somebody playing your song in the car and the person listening has power to make the song go around to millions and he will do it. This is the week that the favor of God begins to manifest in your life like never before. 
in the name of Jesus Christ I see people helping you with school fees Lucas, I spoke with somebody two days ago he's on his way to do, to do PAD abroad total money spent so far about 18 million and they've been able to do it successfully I told you the testimony of the other one also. The lecturer just made him to swear. You are not going to leave until you are true. When you are true, you stay with me for two years. And he said, yes. Because it had to do with solving problems for tech, uh, for tech industry. And he said, everybody I ever trained, they will come in their final year and this tech tech industry, techno, uh, all this, up, up, could they come and take them? And the man said, I'm in Nigeria. You want me to promise two years? South Africa University. He said, if you want me to stay with you for five years, of course, he was making a statement I could not keep because they understand. When you are desperate, you say anything. Because the man said, I will give you scholarship for free. The professor said, Boy, he said, when I finish training you, you do your PhD, you'll stay, work with us, and help us lecture for two years. After that, like I said, and we will start undertaking that within those two years, you are not, no matter how much the offer, you are not going anywhere. I said, even if you want me to stay for five years. But when he got there, he understood. They were about finishing the master, going for PhD when this company started coming. When they start offering you, if you come out to Naira, five million per month, free accommodation, free car, and everything, come and work for them. Techno, all this mobile tech. One day, went to the professor in tears that I promised ahead of time. The man said, yes, I may do sign for a reason. <laughs> he said, I've lost all my students to all these companies. He said, because what, what I teach you, they need you in those uh, tech industries. Mobile industries, said, they always need you. You will program for them, you do the phone, all those things, design for them. He said, but you have to stay. And what the professor double his salary. He said, work for me. I'll pay you. Not as much as those who will just work. After two years, you say five, but I'll keep it. <laughs> two, you can go. The favor. Your favor is real. We testify. Your favor is real. That will be your song all through the week. Yeah. Your favor is real. We testify. You can sing it by faith with joy. Sing. Let's start from the beginning. I testify. We testify. We testify that your favor is real. We testify. We testify. We testify that your favor is real. Sing it with one next. We joy. Your favor is real. We testify. Your favor is real. Let's sing it one more time from the beginning. We testify, we testify that your favor is real. Oh, we surround me like a shield. We testify, we testify that your favor is real. We declare your favor is real. Your favor is real. We testify, your favor is real. I see buildings being given to people. The key word ringing in my spirit is some have served other people faithfully. You walk in places faithfully. But the Lord is saying that now I'm giving you your own. Please, don't try to fab, don't try to think about it. You can't think it out. 
somebody will meet somebody, somebody will meet you. The whole event will be prepared for you. You will just step in with joy. It's not something you can think of. This is God at work. Hallelujah. The things I'm talking about, if you are to start on your own, we are talking about 300, 400 million. Yet, something is working in your favor. Hallelujah. All through this week, the favor of God is lifting people. Lifting people. I hear the word pardon also. For everyone who has made a mistake in marriage, in the place of work, in life, any form of mistake, by the power of the blood of Jesus Christ, the effect of that mistake is cancelled right now. Shout the blood of Jesus. Say it again. It takes away every handwriting against you. Oh, Rashindro Kusia. I see a woman because of how you live before you got converted and then you are married now. It has to do with childbirth and you are afraid because of some things that happened in the past. The Lord is asking me to tell you, don't worry. If any man be in Christ, it's a new creation. All things have passed away. He was wounded for your transgression. He was bruised for your iniquity. The chastisement of your peace was upon him. By his stripes, you are made whole. And for every physical ailment or disease on anybody right now, in the name of Jesus, the master's hand touches you right now. You are made whole in the name of Jesus. Lord, we bless you. We give you praise. Thank you for being a part of our broadcast. You know, we never like to end without giving you an opportunity to make Jesus Christ the Lord of your life. Coming into Christ is beyond joining a church, is beyond a religion. It is joining God's family. And that is done when you believe in Christ Jesus. So I just want to lead you right away now. If you, are, if you want to give your heart to Christ, just say after me, say, Lord Jesus, I believe that you died and rose again and that you paid for my sins. I accept you as my Lord and my Savior, and from today I belong to you. If you have said those words, will be late, you are born again, you are part of God's family right now. You can go ahead and rejoice about it. God bless you. We love you. Stay blessed.